Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. And you time with Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning. And you can listen right along with that KISS FM mobile app. Don't have it? Download it for free for Apple and Android. Sitting here on a Tuesday, August 3rd, four weeks from today. <laughs> School starts. It's hard to believe. Don't know, how that, don't know how that's even a thing. Yeah. It just it seems like it just was the last day of school and it was the first week off. Yeah, now it's uh, the kids. Pretty much we flipped, we flipped the hourglass over. Now right. the, like the sand is running out. Now it's, it's, like, coming, no. it's coming up a lot faster than you think it is. And, of course, your daughter is going to be going to school kind of in person for the first time. Yeah. we She did the uh, kindergarten from the kitchen table last year. Yeah. And just kind of. We just thought, well, it's kindergarten. We didn't really want the first experience of school to just be craziness. Yeah, weirdness and like everything that's going on. And yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she stayed home. She did the, I can't remember what they call it, the distance, 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 distance learning, distance learning yeah. virtual learning, whatever. Um, yeah, so this will kind of be her, this will be her introduction to going to school. Right. So, um, and there still might be craziness. There still might be craziness. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at least she kind of got the sense last year of how how it how school works right and, you know the obviously not in the class but just you know teacher and classroom and all that stuff um so yeah she's uh she's she's excited to go back and it's uh I've, i'm back to having that thing where i'm counting down uh, the days of summer vacation like i right haven't had to do since i was in school <laughs> i guess that makes it's sense kind of yeah the first time having to do it again so kind of a kind of a bummer. Four weeks from today, right? Yeah, it's for... exactly the same, except you work a full time job now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I work a full time job and worry about back to school. Right, so much easier back in the day. Uh, you know who else is worrying about back to school? That would be families that can't really afford to provide school supplies. Sure, for kids that are going back to school, which can be really expensive. It, you know what? It is expensive when you yeah. start talking about school supplies. When I mean, you add that into shoes and backpacks and lunch boxes and yeah. clothes, right? Uh, Stuff the Bus has been going on over at the mall for a couple weeks now. It has. And I actually have not been over to the mall for a couple weeks. But I, I did drive by the other day, and I saw kind of a, I saw a bus. Being uh, stuffed? Not not being stuffed. I saw the one like out front on the street that was okay. kind, of, kind of advertising it. The ceremonial bus. Yes. But I think the actual uh, the actual Stuff the Bus event is kind of inside the mall. There. Right. Over at the, yeah, the clock court. Clock court, yeah. Um, but, yeah, looking for new school supplies. And if you can't uh, do school supplies, or if that seems like, well, gosh, I don't have school supplies, then I have to go shopping for school supplies. Right. And it adds that extra step in there. Hey, cash donations, too. That's easy enough. Cash is king, right? They'll go out and they'll, they'll buy some bulk school supplies. There you go. It's always, uh, it's always the, the fun part, first day of school, when you have your, uh, your, your little binder and your pencil pouch. And it's right. It's crammed full of markers and <laughs> pencils, and you got to... A new compass in there that you're never going to use. Sure. Yeah. And you're going to lose a lot of this stuff by the end of the year, I'm sure. But still, it's good to have that first day. So the items on the list, too, that you're just like, we've never used this one time. Right. I think a compass was one of them and a couple other things. Yeah. We always needed like a graphing calculator, which, uh, you know, we would use maybe once or twice a year whenever we got to like that specific part of math that needed the graphing calculator. I remember we and always, otherwise, nothing. I remember we always needed one, but then they would also like always be provided for us. Right. <laughs> So there'd be a few people that actually did go out and buy them, you sure. Know? And then everybody else would be like, "Here's the ones you can borrow for the day." Right. Well, so why I, don't we just use these? Why don't I gotta carry one around all year long? Right. All right. Do you want to check out uh, the details and how you can help with the stuff the bus event going on over at the mall? It goes until the 23rd, so uh, just about three weeks left. Okay. Three weeks from yesterday. So if you can help out and help some kids as they're heading back to school, 
It would be much appreciated. Stuff the bus event over at Southgate Mall. Details with your KISS FM mobile app. When it's country in Potomac, it's Montana's country leader. 94.9 KISS FM. Newsy and noteworthy. And it's now on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning? And a Canadian diver Pamela Ware in the Olympics the other day uh, scored a rare 0.0 score in the three-meter springboard semifinal. Uh, which tough to do. Yeah, it's very tough. I guess what was happening is she was attempting the most difficult dive of the competition and pretty much bailed on it halfway through. She, If you watch the video, uh, you know, she's getting ready to do the dive. She's starting, and then she kind of just jumps in the pool. Yeah, she took like a, took like a wrong step, and yeah. then she realized, uh, and then she just kind of was like, ah, <laughs> exactly. splashed down. Uh, but she says, you know, I'm very proud of myself. I made a mistake. I've done everything possible to make it to where I am. Not going anywhere, not giving up. I'll be around at the next Olympics in three years. How, so. uh, how disappointing, though. Yeah, definitely a bummer to get all the way there and then, you know, kind of just bail at the last second. Apparently, there's a COVID wedding boom that's happening in Las Vegas. Couples from all over flying to Sin City so they can elope. And it's happening because people are worried that there's the potential of another lockdown happening because they already had to cancel their wedding plans last year. Uh, and now with... Numbers starting to rise. Sure, the Delta variants and everything. Cases spiking. They're worried about, oh, no, go shut down mode again. <laughs> so some Las Vegas wedding chapels are booked through 2023. What? 23? 2023. Jeez, man. I mean, that's like 18 weddings a day or whatever in a Las Vegas wedding chapel. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Get them in, get them out. Yeah. Uh, pickle-flavored Doritos are making a comeback. They launched last summer. They were oddly popular. People were kind of into them. And uh, now they are back, along with another new flavor. They're also coming out with a tangy pickle Doritos, uh, which if you like the Cool Ranch version, it's like a tangy ranch thing. Uh, the main difference like a hint of sour cream that's uh, added on top of that, too. Uh, so, yeah, tangy pickle Doritos, tangy ranch, all that stuff. You can't find them in stores. They're also available at snacks.com, <laughs> which is a website. <laughs> just, is it just a temporary thing again? I guess, yeah. I mean, it like, sounds why, like they're... Why? Keep bringing them, take them away, bring them back, take away. Because they bring out the hype every time uh, you know you get the tangy pickle Doritos out, Put them there. out there. It's like with the uh, the McRib and McDonald's. You That's know they uh, they bring it back every once in a while. People get excited about That's it. True. Uh, this is a story about President Barack Obama's 60th birthday party that's supposed to happen this week with 700 people that are supposed to be in attendance. I think Pearl Jam's playing or something. Pearl Jam right? is playing. You're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're throwing this bash. Scheduled to be at Martha's Vineyard Mansion. 500 guests. 200 staffers. Oprah's going to be there. Oprah's there. Steven Spielberg. George Clooney among the celebrities. Wow. All guests have to be vaccinated. Pearl Jam, like you said, going to perform. Of course, this has everybody up in arms. They're like, you know, what a terrible example to have this (laughs) possible super spreader event. Sure. But everybody does have to be vaccinated. So, So, I mean, that's that's a a pretty key thing right there. You know, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Trump threw this party? There's all all kinds of back and forth craziness. I don't think Pearl Jam would have played Trump's party. I don't know. (laughs) Knowing Pearl Jam's political affiliation. Uh, But, but yeah. That's 700 people at your birthday bash. That's a a pretty good bash right there. I don't even know (laughs) more than half of anybody. That's also true. Uh, Molson Coors is retiring 11 beers out of their stock, including Milwaukee's Best Premium and Keystone Ice. Those are kind of the big ones. Miller High Life Light also in there. Steel Reserve 211. Uh, other versions of those beers like uh, Keystone Light, Milwaukee's Best Light, those will still be available. Uh, the rest of the beers are Ham Special Light, Mickey's Ice, Henry Weinhardt's Private Reserve, Ice House Edge, Magnum, Old English HG800, and Key Lightful. 
And uh, I'm guessing the fact that I've never heard of any of those beers <laughs> is probably a reason why they are retiring them. Yeah, you'd think, right? Just look at all the money they bring in. And, oh, there's the bottom portion. And yep. We'll draw the line right there. Exactly. All right, final one says a Wisconsin man and his family recently reunited with their missing dog after they saw their dog on TV. Local station was doing an adopt-a-pet segment. They're watching it, and they realized, wait a minute, that looks like our dog that went missing two years ago. Wow. They ended up they ended up calling in and talking to people from the uh, like the Humane Society, and they ended up confirming, oh, yeah, you're right. This, <laughs> this is your dog. Wow. So the, the Humane Society ended up arranging a reunion. They got their dog back. Apparently, the dog went nutso, and it saw its family. That's incredible. Two years missing. Yeah, you're watching TV. You're like, wait a minute. Is that the dog? Wait. <laughs> cool reunion story there. Yeah, that's great. There you go. Newsy and noteworthy for your morning. Smith and Nelson, it's Kiss. When it's country in Sealy Lake, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning, which you can listen with your your free Kiss FM mobile app. Then from your app, you also have Smith and Nelson on demand. That's right. So it could be Smith and Nelson at night. Smith & Nelson at 2 in the morning. See, literally, whenever you want to listen to Smith & Nelson, it is available anytime you want. Of course, you can listen live from the app. We've got concert news, contest info, local news, and more. Don't have our app? Download it for Apple and Android. You ever do the, uh, the circus when you were a kid? You know, I have a vague memory of going <laughs> to the circus once. Like, maybe when I was like four or five. Okay. I, I feel like I definitely went at some point. You're in like the... We're like on the exact same page here. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, like, I kind of remember, and I have, like, these little kind of fuzzy memories of, right. yeah, I think we went to the, I think I remember, like, an elephant or, yeah. like, the ringmaster I feel like something. I was in a big tent. I feel like I remember the ringmaster doing something. Yeah, but I also may have just been watching, like, a movie on TV that had a circus <laughs> in it or something. Like, I have no idea. But I'm pretty sure I was at the circus at some point in my life. I need to buzz my mom later and be like, did we ever go to the circus? Because <laughs> I feel like we did. Yeah. But I don't really, I, like, I can't confirm that because I can't really remember anything about it <laughs> of course the circus is a little different than uh the circus was a few years ago sure all the uh you know everything that came to be with animals and the the treatment of animals right i think everybody kind of a lot of the circuses kind of shifted away from using animals in their acts and kind of focusing more on the actual performers the acrobatics the high wire acts and all that kind of stuff that is exactly what's going to be happening here in town this week yeah, there's gonna be the uh, the circus in town. Okay, no animal uh, performances as part of it. Just uh, what you said, kind of the uh, the entertainment aspect. Tarzan Zerbini Circus begins on Thursday. Okay, uh, I did, not a lot of the heads up on this one. I had not heard anything about this. Neither until had I. Yesterday, and then tickets, I believe, going on sale today. So I, you, yeah, you you'd think maybe there we would have heard more about this yeah, earlier. But maybe a little bit more buildup. Maybe we're just out of the loop. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> But yesterday was the first time I saw it on, uh, I think I saw it on Facebook for the first time. Uh, but Circus is coming, and that starts on Thursday. They're going to have a show on Thursday, a show on Friday night, and then there's three shows on Saturday. Nice. And two on Sunday. Man, that's a lot of Circus. So what's that? Added up three? You got seven chances to check out the Circus? It's going to be over at uh, Southgate Mall. And it looks like uh, just kind of set up the big top. So I'm guessing they're just going to have to block off a certain part of the parking lot and just kind of set up the operation. I guess so, yeah. But if you're looking for some fun, this this looks like it's going to provide it. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, some of the photos that we got on the kissfm.com. There's like one photo of a guy who's holding the big giant stick and it's on fire on both ends. And just looking at that, I'm like, yeah, this looks really cool. <laughs> I want to go to I that. I want to check this out. This is what it features. It says high wire acrobatics or high wire acrobats. 
aerialists, clowns, unicycles, hula hoops, roller skating. Not one, but two fantastic entertainers from America's Got Talent. Ah. That would be Tolga the Strongman and Heidi Klum's Golden Buzzer recipient from season 11, Anna Dangerous. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, pretty cool. It looks, that looks like it's going like to be fun. I was showing my wife last night, like, we should take the kids to this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's great fun, family activity. Probably, probably have a great time watching the... Uh, the high flying stuff. And yeah, they, have, have your kids ever been to the circus? Uh, no. Okay. Nope, I have not. But I guess there's a, a kind of performers that were with Ringling Brothers, their circus performers that have done uh, Cirque du Soleil, right? Been in uh, like in Vegas shows and stuff. So it should should be great entertainment. Absolutely. Tickets twenty bucks gets you general admission. They go up to thirty for VIP. They go up to forty for VIP ringside. They also have a deal where you can save five bucks with tickets if you have the uh, kind of the code word. So you think about twenty dollars tickets, get five dollars off right there on the spot. You're down to fifteen dollars tickets. Yeah, That's some some decent affordable family fun. That's not bad. Take your kids to the circus so that one day they can also have vague memories of possibly being <laughs> at the circus. I want I want my kids twenty five <laughs> years to have some sort of a fuzzy memory. Did I go? To the I was at the circus once, wasn't I? <laughs> Tarzan Zerbini Circus. First time in Missoula. Have some fun under the big top over at Southgate Mall. First show on Thursday night. You got all the details for tickets and, uh, yeah, some pictures that kind of go along with what to expect. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile. Bam. Miranda Lambert. Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM, Smith & Nelson, doing it for your morning. You can listen along with your KISS FM mobile app, which you can download for free for Apple and Android. Every morning right around this time, we do movies with Mike. We give him three movie titles. He attempts to give us the year the movies came out. That is the goal. And we roll it for your Tuesday. These are, uh, these might be some toughies. You think so? These might be. Uh, let's see. Where do we want to start this morning? Let's start with Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector. <laughs> All right, uh, this was, I believe, a was it directed video or was it? This was, was this in theaters. I believe it was. It was in theaters, really. Okay, Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector. I mean, this was around like peak Larry the Cable Guy. This would have been like mid two thousands, uh, right after like all the blue collar comedy tour stuff started happening. Uh, Cars was in two thousand six. I can tell you that. I actually saw Larry the Cable Guy live around this time, too, uh, for a friend's birthday party. Not bad. It was a fun show. He puts on a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. Not a movie I've seen. I've heard it's terrible. <laughs> but uh, I, I want to say 2007. 2007 for Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. It was actually, since you uh, <clears throat> brought it up. 2006. Same year as Same Cars. Same year as Cars. Big year for Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what? We laugh at Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. It cost them $4 million to make it, and it made $15 million in theaters. Hey, he had the last laugh. That's a win. That's a win. <laughs> uh, number two for the morning is Heartbreakers. Heartbreakers. Uh, who's in this? Sigourney Weaver, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Gene Hackman. Actually, actually, great cast. You keep going. Ray Liotta's in there. Jason Lee. Wow. Okay. Uh, who's the director of this? In a David Merkin film. David Merkin. Okay. So uh, Gene Hackman being in it, uh, that has a pretty solid cutoff date because he retired in 2004. Uh, and that cast makes it feel like it's probably a late 90s, early 2000s thing. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Jason Lee being in there. 
Uh, Sigourney Weaver would have had Galaxy Quest in 99, I want to say. Uh, Heartbreakers, I'm going to say... Uh, and now I'm backtracking a little bit. But J- <laughs> Jason Lee would have had uh, the Kevin Smith movies. He had Chasing Amy in 97. I'm going to go 98 go on 98. Heartbreakers. 98. 2001. Ah! 2001. I told you there's some toughies in here. Yeah, you did. You did. And then the final one will be The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> the uh, live-action version live of uh, action. Rocky and Bullwinkle. It's... One of De Niro's finer films. Oh, man. I saw this movie a couple of times when I was a kid. I loved Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, it's not a good movie. But, uh, yeah, Robert De Niro plays Fearless Leader. Jason Alexander plays uh, yeah. Boris Badenov. You're right. Uh, there's one scene where Robert De Niro recites dialogue from Taxi Driver <laughs> because that's what the kids like. The kids love Taxi Driver. Uh, Renee Russo's in there. Renee Russo, yes. Uh, I think she's is she's the main character, or is she is she uh, the one with Boris Badenov, Natasha. Uh, uh, that I don't know. Okay, but uh, Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. This was very much early two thousands. It was either the year two thousand or the year two thousand one, and I'm not sure which, but I think I'm gonna go two thousand. Gonna go with the gut. Is that the first instinct? Boom. Yes. All right. Okay. There you go. I'll take that. Salvage one at the end. Yeah. But I told you going in, it was going to be some tough movies and for the morning. you were correct. Uh, there you go. One for three. Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. <laughs> yeah, oh, really tripped me just up. Just missed it. Just one year off. All right. Movies with Mike. Do it again right around this time tomorrow morning. Smith and Nelson. It's Kiss. When it's country in Ronan, it's Montana's country leader. 94.9 Kiss FM. In the morning with 94.9 Kiss FM, we go commercial free for your morning. That starts at 9.30. It's going to go all the way until 10.20. 50 minutes commercial free for your workday, which uh, we do every day for you, Monday through Friday. Yes, we do. If you have your Kiss FM mobile app, open it on up. Check it out. Yes, it's another one of those events. We were just talking about this a couple minutes ago. Something that's on the schedule. Oh, it had to be postponed or canceled last year. Yeah, because of uh, you know, the reasons. And now it is back. Yes. This would be Symphony in the Park at Karis Park, which uh, we kind of had a story not long ago about Karis Park going to kind of undergo a facelift. Yeah, big renovations happening there. Supposed to start in the fall, right? Uh, supposedly, yeah. Once the fall kicks in, when like kind of the summer season has winded down, uh, they will be renovating over there and changing some stuff, including kind of the whole uh, amphitheater, not amphitheater, but, you know, the whole like yeah. area there uh, in Karis Park. They're going to be kind of renovating that, redoing some stuff over there. Uh, Symphony in the Park is back at Karis Park. That is happening here for the weekend, coming up on Sunday. Uh, but this is, I think, my favorite part of the story that's at our website or uh, kissfm.com. It says, you can expect to hear favorites, including Orpheus in the Underworld. Ah, that is one of my favorites. And Gabriel's Oboe. Ah, yes, a classic. Also, Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, that's an actual one of my favorites. <laughs> and then it, this is my favorite part. It says, and in honor of next month, well, I guess this is a now it's this month, but in honor of the Guns N' Roses concert, Sweet Child of Mine. Ah, yes. <laughs> so I, I, I just I want to I want to be there for the transition from Gabriel's oboe <laughs> into Sweet, Sweet Child, Child of Mine, <laughs> or Orpheus in the Underworld. Everybody claps and it's like, right? Here's a rocking little number for you, Sweet Child of Mine. And now we're moving into the Jurassic Park <laughs> theme song. I love that they're breaking out the Guns N' Roses. Yes. How about that? Go to go to Symphony in the Park. They're breaking out Guns N' Roses. I think that's just great. Uh, it's Sunday, free for all ages. Yeah, and this is the this is another cool part of it. They're encouraging you to bring a canned good item. Yeah, non perishables uh, and like that. Uh, all that will be donated to the Missoula Food Bank Community Center, which is great. 
There you go. A little uh, outdoor event. You get to see some pretty cool music, and you're helping those in need. Yeah, plus this is the uh, the unveiling of the uh, the new uh, Missoula director of the uh, symphony. Yeah, they had that uh, process where he was leaving, and they were looking to hire, which like, someone's been in place for a while. They yes. haven't been able to really do any performances. Right, yeah. because of COVID and everything. So now they are back and performing in public, and that's a pretty awesome thing. All right, a little something happening for your weekend. Symphony in the Park, back at Karis Park. Details at kissfm.com and with your Kiss FM mobile app. Yep, this is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith & Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. First National. Smith & Nelson with 94.9 Kiss FM. You missed something? Hey, Smith & Nelson on demand. You can listen from your free Kiss FM mobile app. We've been kind of playing the... The what if game. What if we had to go back to masks? Yeah. What would it take to make us have to go back to masks? There's some places that have already gone back to masks. Yeah, L.A. County has uh, gone back to masks and a few other places around the country, too. There's a few other places that uh, kind of have it out there and said, yeah, that's a possibility. And we're, we're keeping our eyes on things. So it's it's one of those it's one of those situations where we're like, come on. Go, go back in the right direction. We right. We, we want to see do... those case numbers go down again. But then you see something like Florida, which is having like its worst case numbers ever uh, over the over the past few weeks. And uh, they have no masks. They have low vaccination rates. It's uh, it's not a good sign at, uh, down yeah. there. Florida just had their biggest day ever. Yeah. Go back to go back to last year when you're hearing some crazy numbers. And then you think, well, now we're in a better situation. No, Florida had its worst day ever. Ever. Uh, as far as COVID cases. This just came down this morning just uh Within the last hour here, it says New York City is going to require proof of vaccination for indoor activities. They're the, the first city to pretty much do this. All indoor activities. It says including restaurants, gyms, and performances. Wow. So if you want to go inside a restaurant to eat, you want to go inside for a concert or whatever it might be, it says they're going to require masks or, uh, sorry, require proof of vaccination for all indoor activities. Wow. Which... Part of the uh, part of the article from the uh, the mayor, it says, "We know this is what's going to turn the tide." Although it's, I'm thinking, like, is it? Like, <laughs> that, that seems like it'd be pretty easy to just still slip your way in to, to fake your way through. I mean, it depends on people checking uh, vaccination cards and stuff like that. But I also, mean, you can just make a phony vaccination. I mean, I'm, you probably could. I'm not trying to give anybody ideas here. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is there's no master list where they're, where they're like checking your name off, you know. Right. They don't have every single person in this big, gigantic scroll where they're like, what's your name? Let me look here. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Go on. Yeah. I mean, you're just giving them a card. And sure. Go, yeah, yeah that's good. Definitely possible to uh, to fake the card, I'm sure. But There are uh, scanners and there are... Yeah. There is Photoshop. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there is going to be, uh, you know, I, I think it is going to encourage a lot of people in the area to uh, to get the vaccine. Uh, and so we'll see what happens. I could see this being a thing in like a lot of other cities and states throughout the country, too. You know what it takes for other cities and, and states to do it is the first one to do it. Yes. <laughs> then everybody <laughs> Once goes. Once that kicks off, the domino effect uh, could exactly. begin. Exactly. So yeah. uh, the first domino, apparently, is New York City. So that's yeah. just, that's just, that just happened this morning. So something to keep our eyes on here and just kind of see if other places uh, across the country follow. But yeah, New York City are going to require proof of vaccination for any indoor activity. Yeah, I'm not super surprised. I know uh, it was uh, a couple of weeks ago. Like they were, they had announced like Broadway shows were coming back, uh, but they also announced that like if you're going to attend a Broadway show, you got to be vaccinated. They're going to be like required at the door. Uh, and like Lollapalooza just happened this past weekend in Chicago. Everybody there had to be either vaccinated or show a negative COVID test. Uh, so yeah, it seems to be the the direction things are moving for any kind of like indoor or big event kind of thing. Kind of crazy. They're the they're the first. We'll see who follows. Yeah.
All right, Nashville news for the morning. Music City 60 time. It's Kiss. What'd they say? What'd they tweet? What'd they do? It's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 Kiss FM. Congratulations to country star Brett Young and his wife Taylor on the birth of their daughter, Rowan Marie. Brett posted on his social media that he is so excited for Rowan to become best friends with her big sister, two-year-old Presley. Brett's new children's book, Love You Little Lady, will be coming out just in time to celebrate both his daughters. Watch for it in bookstores and online August 24th. Speaking of babies, country singer Sam Hodge said in an interview recently that he and his wife Hannah have been talking about adding to their family recently. And Sam says, I'm hoping that we'll have some good news sooner than later. Sam has most recently teamed up with Ingrid Andress for a 70s-inspired duet, Wishful Drinking. The video is a throwback to the 70s as well. You can look for it on Ingrid's YouTube channel. And finally, which country star do you think this is? A waitress at an IHOP restaurant in Greensboro, North Carolina, had been working a 15-hour double shift, and she had to bring her baby daughter to work with her. A country artist came into the IHOP, and the waitress is not telling us who it was, but he ordered a to-go meal and tipped her $1,000. He told her he respected a mom who would do whatever it took to take care of her baby. He also gave her two tickets to his show and had baby clothes and toys sent to her house. Maybe one day soon, we'll find out who that star was. I'm Tamba Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. Oh, newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphics shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. Portion of the show where we attempt to pass on a little bit of knowledge to you with the nugget. Exactly. And uh, one of my favorite filmmakers is uh, Quentin Tarantino. I've been a fan of his for such a long time. I'm actually reading the, uh, the book he just wrote right now, uh, the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, novelization. Uh, but did you know Quentin Tarantino's first job in Hollywood was not as a director? Uh, he was actually uh, an actor in the late 80s. He popped up in a couple of acting roles, and his very first job was as an Elvis impersonator <laughs> in an episode of The Golden Girls in uh, 1988. I see. I think like I have heard that before. Yeah. It's uh, like during a talk show or something. Episode in the fourth season, uh, which was broadcast in 88, and uh, he actually recalled re- kind of recently that the pay that he got for that role uh, was what sort of helped finance Reservoir Dogs, his first movie. Oh, wow. Uh, which is pretty crazy. He was only paid about 600 bucks originally, but that episode got rerun a lot. Wow. It happened to be something that was in like a lot of best of lists and lineups and stuff. Uh, so he got you know $3,000 in residuals over three years and was able to use that to start funding uh, for Reservoir Dogs, which is pretty cool. Who would think? Gritty and... <laughs> Just rough <laughs> reservoir dog. Exactly. All possible by an appearance on the Golden Girl. As an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> That's a great story. It's a pretty cool thing. So there you go. Need to or not, now you know.